I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Glacestria. Human beings have been riding horses for at least three and a half thousand years, probably longer. Before history itself, cave paintings depict humans atop horseback. When civilizations on horseback met those on foot, they were terrifyingly dominant. From antiquity through the Middle Ages, all the way up to World War I, impressive steeds were a vital military asset, and also a status symbol for the rich and powerful. Knights, samurai, even lords and kings, rose above common folk by sitting atop horses. A throne is good when one is sequestered away in a castle or a palace, but when travelling or heading to battle, the only throne one needs is a loyal steed. Going into the new DLC areas of Pokemon Sword and Shield, I was somewhat disappointed by the fact that I saw pretty much everything in advance. Before I played the Isle of Armor, I'd seen Cubfu, Urshifu in all its forms, and the Galarian Slowbro. Before I downloaded the Crown Tundra, I already knew about the Regis, the new birds, the Slowking form, and Calyrex. That said, I had absolutely no idea about Glacier and Spectria. When one first arrives in the tundra and sees the statue of Calyrex, it is sitting atop a steed. I immediately wondered, is this just a Rapidash or a Mudsdale? Or is there a new Pokemon I know nothing about? I allowed myself to dream. The quest of returning Calyrex to its power first involves reuniting it with its steed by pacing a special carrot on a plinth. If those carrots were grown on the frozen slope, they will be ice seed carrots and attract Glacestria. Although the player battles Glacestria, they can't catch it on its own. It must be caught when fused with Calyrex, though we'll go into that mechanic in the Calyrex episode. Glacestria itself is a brilliant white horse with mane and hooves of bluish ice. Pokemon Sword tells us, Glacestria emits intense cold from its hooves. It's also a belligerent Pokemon. Anything it wants, it takes by force. And Pokemon Shield tells us, Glacier has tremendous physical strength, and the mask of ice covering its face is 100 times harder than diamond. The name Glacier is a simple combination of Glacier and Destria, a historical warhorse. The Japanese name is Blizzapos, combining Blizzard and Hippos, which is Greek for horse. When controlled with the reins of unity, Glacestria is a noble steed, though it can be a dangerous monster. This was its nature before meeting Calyrex, and is how the player first encounters it. A white horse which brings calamity may be a reference to conquest, the horseman of the apocalypse who rode a white horse. This is far from the only horse in mythology and folklore that Glacestria draws inspiration from. The unicorn is a white horse with a horn on its head and is the national animal of Scotland, the inspiration for the Crown Tundra. Perhaps, just as Amazenta and Zacian are based on King Arthur's sword and shield, Glacestria represents his steed, Hengroen. 
The simplest possibility is that, as Calyrex resembles a king piece from a game of chess, these white and black horses are the knights. The domestication of horses is one of the earliest examples of human and animal cooperation, perhaps second only to dogs, and it is a fitting concept around which to build a legendary Pokemon. Music for Loot Club's Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. I make this podcast for my own amusement, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. That said, hosting my podcasts online does cost me money, so if you enjoy any of them and want to help out, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Even more than that, I love it when listeners get in touch. Please hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I want to hear from you about upcoming monsters, Spectria and Calyrex are the next two episodes, monsters I've already spoken about, or, for the 25th anniversary special, just why you love Pokemon. I love Glacetria, and remember, I love you too.